You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh man, you have no idea what you're in store for. I mean, this could be the end, and I could be in the middle of nowhere, well, and be. I'm a little scared, actually. Yeah, you have to have. I mean, you have to have some survival <laughs> skills. There's all kinds of wildlife to worry about. Do I have to like use the bathroom outside? Um, you, do you have a bathroom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Technically, yes, but I mean, I don't know if that's for guests or not. So, yeah, it's probably better just to go outside, just to be safe. Uh, you'll have to get used to that. And also, you'll want to watch out for the Nutrius. Hello, everyone. Uh-huh. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, who is Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. I do want to say this. The studio is a little warm today. We have a wonderful studio here in Southeast Portland. It sure is, Greg. And, Thanks for bringing it up. And uh, Sarah was complaining about the heat before we started I was not complaining. I was just gently suggesting that it was very warm in here. And if you wanted to have you a dedicated co-host for the day, perhaps there should be some movement of air in the room. don't do anything gently. Let's be honest about that. Okay. I am a gentle spirit. <laughs> I'm graceful. I just float I'm like gonna a feather. I'm going to cut that out. I will cut that out. I'm a gentle spirit. I'll cut that out. I piece float audio. like a feather, not disturbing anything in its wake. Uh, but in my wake. Here's uh, here's the deal. Since uh, Sarah was whining about the heat, we I let her Stop put the whining. fan on. So the fan is on in the background. If the sound is a little bit off today, that is because there is a fan in the background. And if you know me, that drives me insane. But I'm. Uh, it's happening. The fan is on here in the studio. So, Sarah, is that good? It's great, Greg. Thanks okay. for making a huge deal about it. Wonderful. Okay. You know, just because I want just basic human working <laughs> conditions. I mean, I I know that that's selfish of me, so I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm glad you could admit that. You, yeah. I'm glad you could You're admit that. You're helping me out there. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, again, I do want to thank everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link because that is the best way to do your online shopping. It is a wonderful way to do it, Sarah. You can even buy to, a fan on there. You could buy fans on there, absolutely. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. Ruin all right. the audio on your own podcast. <laughs> but then other right. annoying co-hosts complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's let's talk about what's happening this weekend. Of course, well, on Monday. Monday, and uh, we've been talking about it all week. I feel like people in Oregon have been talking about this for the last three years. The big eclipse is happening. The total solar eclipse that is crossing the United States, starting here in Oregon. And it starts uh, Monday morning. This happens Monday morning, where Sarah and I were going to be leaving Portland, the path of uh, totality. I think that's what they call it, where it's Mm. completely 100% blocked out. Is about an hour and a half south of here, where you can. Which well, maybe you can exactly get to where it Greg that, grew up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so right where I grew up, and so uh, there's, I think, a million extra people that are going to be here in the state of Oregon. Two million. Are you sure it's two million? I, I keep saying million. Two million. Okay. Two million. Well, I mean, it's a lot of fucking. Two million people. would be. Yeah. I mean, the population of Oregon is only like four million. Oh. I mean, that'd be half the population coming in. It's still, a so quarter, it's only a quarter of the population. Quarter of the <laughs> pop- population, yeah, coming in more than more than the city of Portland proper. I mean. Metro area is like one and a half, two million, but Portland proper is only like seven hundred thousand. So more people than that are going to be coming into this. Wow. To, to the state, anyway. So it's so it's going to be crazy. So uh, we're heading down south to my parents' property out in the country, where I grew up. Well, we're going to try to head there. Well, I'll try it. Yeah, we'll attempt. <laughs> we'll attempt to get down there. We'll see what. We're going to get in the car and attempt to, to drive. See, but here's the thing. I know all the secret back roads, so I think we'll be okay. Like if I have to, I'll cut off. 
I'll go down the gravel road. Greg, roads. but there aren't, in the time of now, like the internet and people having GPS, there's no such thing as a secret back road anymore. I know, that sucks. Everybody has Google Maps. That sucks. I hate Google Maps for that because mm-hmm. it ruins all of my secret roads. And, and there's still some roads I think I'd be okay on. Because you go down some of the country roads, some, some of these visitors, some people coming into the state, they might get scared and worry about something, you know, because it's all... No, uh, they won't. They're all just going to be angry and impatient because they're going to not want to be t- stuck in traffic. probably right. So they're going to take whatever road they think might take them in the general vicinity of eclipse watching. Ah, Because people are crazy. Ah, man. Okay, well, we'll... Uh, either way, we'll figure out. We'll figure our way down there. But um, this is going to be an interesting experience for you because, I mean, you're, you're kind of a city person. I mean, I think a that's fair bit. to say. Yeah. You're, All right, yeah, you're I'm cityfied. I'm, I'm cityfied. Yeah. I'm used to it by now, yeah. Yeah, and what I'm, uh, what I'm wondering is, you know, since I grew up in the country, and we've talked about it before, I have my country eyes, I'm the country PI, country private investigator, because I, I see things that city folks don't. But, I mean, I really did grow up oh out God. in the middle of nowhere, and you're going to be out there for the first time. And I feel like I should kind of give you some warnings or maybe answer some questions if you have any about what it's like out there. So I'll say this. Number one. There are there are neighbors, you know, kind of off a little ways, but uh, I know there's a gravel, or there used to be a gravel road. The gra- the road is not. This is a big hot topic that we'll have to discuss because the road did used to be okay, gravel. So this is a talking point with your parents. Yeah, the road used to be gravel, but then they paved it about a couple of years ago. So oh, that's boy. a big change. And now the problem is, so here's some hot topping talking points because we're going to be down there for a while, you know, and, and and some of the neighbors will come over, and and I'll have some relatives over there too, and some other friends. So big talking points. One. Gravel road. It, it used to be a gravel road. Now it's paved. Talk oh. about that. So, I mean, what do your parents think about that? Is it like a- the people drive too fast? They oh. drive too fast oh now God. because it's paved, and we live on a corner, and they drive too fast. So that's one thing. Bring up that. That's a good talking point right there. Uh, another talking point to bring up, and this Wait, is so especially they prefer the, the gravel road. Then they prefer the gravel to the well. Gravel is what we're used to. We're not so used to this paved. We're gravel people. Mm-hmm. We grew up on a gravel road. It's why I could never skateboard as a kid. I did. I grew up in the era of skateboards. No, you couldn't skateboard as a kid because you have no coordination whatsoever. No, I rode bikes. Well, I'd, I'd fall, but I, that, that would never keep me from doing it. Mm-hmm. However, I grew up on a gravel road, so you can't skateboard on that. So I missed out on that whole you know, subculture of, uh, of growing up when we did. So, um, okay, gravel road. We covered that. So what, what are you going to bring up? I'm going to bring up the, ga- the gravel road and how, man, people just drive so fast these days. There you go. People drive too fast. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so there's a big hot topic. Also, we've got a couple of ponds. So Ponds? Ponds, Oh, yeah. ponds. Ponds. Like bodies of water. Yeah. That aren't reservoirs. No, they're not reservoirs. Mm-hmm. No. No, they're not. Well, they're kind of, they're overflow water from the river. Well, anyway, answer, ask questions anytime you have in here. Okay. So, okay, um, we already covered the gravel road. So the other big topic is the beavers. So the beavers, the actual physical beavers, not the old Mr. and Mrs. Beaver who lived down the road, uh, the actual physical beavers, they cut down the trees. That's a big problem. That's a big problem. Wow. They cut down the trees around the pond. Oh, yeah, because I remember you <clears throat> saying before that, that your parents had some concerns about the beavers. Uh-huh. And because it could cause flooding because they're cutting down the trees. Yeah, well, well, it doesn't really cause flooding, but it's just it's a uh, it's it erodes the hillside because they cut down the trees, and that's where the ducks live, and, you, and we like the ducks. Mm-hmm. The ducks are good. You like the ducks, the mallards. You know, the, those are those are good ducks. So uh, when you cut down the trees, the ducks don't go there. Um, also, the but, but you don't you don't do any harm to the beavers. You let them do what they're doing. Okay. You know, you try to like scare them off, but you don't you don't harm them. Do you, like click sticks together. Or you something? click sticks and you make noises. Yeah, and like whoop 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 out of the way, beaver. Whoop 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 whoop. That's one of the things you yell. So when you get out, 
when you when you come down to my like parents, a country juggalo when you're doing you know that. go ahead and go ahead and yell that out. But the one thing that you really hate more than anything, and this is a unifying factor, are nutrias. Nutrias are the Nazis of the and wild. And those are the ones that are the... That's, that's what they are. They're like the gross little like yellow tooth things, yes, right? They're yeah. gross. They're like giant river rats. They're not native. Uh, nobody likes them. They do nothing good for anyone. And uh, so you hate the nutrias. Just think nutria equals Nazi. That's all you have to worry about. That's all you have to worry about when it comes so out of that. should I talk about how much I don't like the nutrias then? Yes. Talk about... Bring up how much you hate nutrias. Like that'll be a real unifying factor. Can I talk factor. to them about uh, how... How like cute and country it is that your neighbor used to pay you to kill uh, the frogs on his property. Um, Does your mom know, th- know about that? Uh, I think she. Yeah, I mean she must have known about it. Uh, but they're not there anymore. Those those old neighbors they're gone. Oh, he passed away. So you might was, not want to talk about. I don't know. Maybe you could bring it up. I guess. Well, I just kind of wanted to get you in trouble for shooting frogs. No, no, they knew I was shooting frogs. Oh, yeah, I mean God. he was. He paid me to shoot country frogs. Families there were too are many so frogs. Different. There were too many frogs. What was I going to do? You know, you had to get rid of some. Um, all right, so these are important things. Also, you got to watch out because there are coyotes. Uh, that is true. There's a lot of coyotes, and there's really oh yeah, coyotes, bobcats. You you'll there's a good chance you could see a coyote. Like, I, honestly, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a coyote. They're just like oh, dogs, really? right? Uh, yeah, they're like but wolf they're, dogs. Well, they're not. There's not as big as wolves, but mm-hmm. they are. They are kind of creepy. They're like. They they run, but it's like they like slide at the same time. They're weird. Ew. Yeah, they're creepy. They're creepy as hell, and they want to eat you, but they just don't think they probably won't because you're like humans are too big. If you were smaller, if you were a kid, yeah, they probably think about eating you. They want just know they want to eat you when they're looking at you. Oh. So if you do see them, yeah. So so coyotes. I mean, do they come out during the day? Am I gonna have to worry about this when when it you know, sometimes the actually then happens? This is what I'm getting at. Oh God. So we're gonna get into the worry the things to worry about when the eclipse happens. But yeah, coyotes are bad. There also are some cougars. Um, they, you don't see them very often. I've never actually personally seen one. My parents have, but there are cougars down there as well. Okay. So the cougars could be out and you don't, that you definitely don't want to bother them. They're big, like they're big and they'll, what they'll do is they'll hide up in the trees. So they when will we're walking, not. no, they do. That's what they well, do. Well, you've never seen one. So I'm not even going to believe you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not there. So when you're walking out on the property at my parents' house, watch out for the cougars because they could jump down and it's a good chance. Okay, well, I'm just going to not walk around in the woods by myself. It's all wooded. It's all forest. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of fields. I mean, are you just going to walk out in the field and stand in the center of it? No, you're going to have to walk under some woods. And sometimes, you know, there could be a cougar in there that could pounce on you. You know, I just, I can't guarantee All right, well, I'm just safety. definitely there's a not waiver. going to walk through the woods. I'm not signing any waiver. There's a waiver to sign when you come down there. Um, I think these are, these are the important things that I'm trying to cover here. Uh, did we talk about the gravel road? Yes, we talked about the gravel okay, road. the gravel road. Talked okay. about how I don't like Nutria, how they're evil. And I think they should die. Yes, Perfect way to lead in. Okay. Just hop out of the car Just and be, be like, "Super aggressive." About I it. hate nutrients. And be like, "Hey, you how know you what would have made that road so much better if it was gravel?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Oh, also, we've got some uh, weird religious neighbors down the road who uh, I don't, I, I don't they? know. They're like German Mennonite or something like that. I, I don't oh, know do what it have, is. Are these the buggy people? Yeah, but they have a horse and buggy, and they go way too slow. So the cars go too fast. The buggy goes too slow. The buggy is way too slow. They have that horse-drawn carriage. That they, you know, and they've got all the ladies in like the garbage. And the bonnets stuff. And Yeah, stuff. And all that stuff. You know, fine, whatever. But they take their horse-drawn buggies out on the road. And they have cars. They have cars. You don't know that. Yes, I do. You do not know. I, I bet do, they don't have a car. I guarantee that. They're quite wealthy. They are, oh. they're quite wealthy. They own a lot of land. They've got cars. They have a farm. But they'll, they'll take their horse-drawn buggy down the road. And this, it, that's fine. 
but they go too slow. They go too slow. They like make a whole show of it. So there, that's a little light complaint that you can throw in there just to add in something. Um, the cars go too too fast, but the buggies, wow, they just go too slow. There you go. Now you're now you're learning how to be country. Oh, but how long are we going to be there? How many of these conversations? Do Two I have? days. So <laughs> No, really just one day. Well, it depends because it'll take a long time to get back Monday. Probably won't be leaving early. Uh, so, yeah. So, you'll talk about that. In all honesty, it's pretty fun. It'll be fun. That's not all, all right, that goes on. So what, what are your questions? What questions do you have? Well, I guess so there are going to be a lot of people there, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, do you trust Probably everybody? strangers. Do you trust any, everybody that's going to be there? Uh, I don't want to kind of. I don't want to be a part of some like satanic like eclipse murder ritual kind think, of thing. I don't and, think like, my parents you, are part of a satanic murder ritual. Well, I'm not saying your parents are, but I'm saying uh, like, do you know people are just not going to wa- wander onto the property? And well, I don't know about us? that because I mean it is a lot of uh, outsiders coming into the state. Because there will probably be people driving who will be lost and they'll be wandering into your parents' yard like eclipse. There's zombies. a good chance. There's a good chance that could happen. Yeah. Um, the main thing to worry about once the eclipse does happen is once it gets dark. The coyotes will think that it's dark outside. And so there's a good chance they could... What they'll do is they'll try to herd you into a corner so they can all attack. So be careful of that. Mm. Be careful of the coyotes. Okay. Don't try to pet them. I'm not going to try and pet the coyotes. I'm just saying, don't do it. I mean, I if it was fuzzy and like maybe a, like a puppy coyote, then maybe I would try to pet it. I would not do that. I would not pet the, the fuzzy The rabbit coyote. animals? Yeah, yeah. They're not nice. Coyotes okay. aren't good. There used to be a bounty on them out there too, actually. Not to not this show's all about hunting animals, but I mean, there was a bounty. Like the county put a bounty on them. A county bounty. A county bounty on the coyotes. Oh boy. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, these are the things. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you out when it comes down to the country lifestyle. I mean, I guess uh, what makes me nervous about the country lifestyle is it does seem that everything goes a little bit slower. It does go slow. Yeah. Things do go slower. Like an old-timey like lemonade yep. commercial. we got a barn. There's a there's a dog. There is a dog you can There pet. is a dog? There's a dog. Yeah. There's uh, there's Clyde. Oh, I've met Clyde before. Yeah, Clyde. Yeah. Clyde's a good dog. He's a big old golden retriever. He also, Clyde's got a bit of an eating problem. Um, so Clyde Kinda will- like you. Does he like Cheetos too much? Well, I'm sure he would eat Cheetos, but... Who wouldn't? They're delicious. Um, no, Clyde, what he does... I don't have an eating problem. <laughs> Clyde... I was saying with Cheetos. <laughs> I was kidding. Clyde, um, he will eat, like, any amount of fruit. Like, he'll eat anything. So, my parents have like lots Like butters of, used to. Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, my parents have, like, you know, peaches and apples and berries and all, all any kind of berry you'd ever want like plum trees, Clyde will eat anything he can reach. So he will pick off peaches off of the, off the tree and just eat them and like pit and everything. So there's, so it's all, it's all trimmed up to a level where Clyde can't reach it. Oh, Clyde. So yeah. So that's something to be aware of. Clyde will eat anything, anything. That's food, right? Not people. Not people. I'm not that I'm aware of. I don't think he's had a taste for that yet. So no, I think you're okay on that end. Okay. Yeah. All well, right. he's very fuzzy and, and yes, cute. He is. All right, cool. Okay. Well, then I'll just hang out with the dog. Okay, there you go. But All I right. am Sorry, nervous. I'm just about giving the whole... you some updates on the country stuff. No, I like it because I am a little nervous because I don't really like to be secluded. You know, like it, I don't like big open spaces. They make me kind of nervous. Oh boy. I'm like the opposite of claustrophobic. I think when it comes to that, because I like having you know my small well, apartment in a busy fields. city. There's a lot of farm fields out where we're going. Yeah, and there's like probably weird. And what else makes me nervous is that there's so many strangers coming in. Well, first of all, Oregon's already full of like 
you know, serial killers and crazy people anyway. But now, like, a million other people are coming in. They're going to be lost. They're going to try yeah. and find places. They're going to take back roads. That's the thing. Now, I have talked about this before. There are some neighbors that you d- wouldn't want to get lost with. Because there's the weird, um, what was I calling them? The, uh... Like, Mennonites? No, no, no. There's them. I wouldn't worry about them. But the uh, rural hoarders, like the hoarder family that's down the road that I think is still there. I don't know whether the mom's still there, how many brothers or sisters there are. It's like this whole family that just lives back in this this like makeshift, like a whole series of shacks Ooh. put together. Don't go down there. I'm not going to go toward don't any go kind there. of makeshift series of shacks. Yeah, don't go don't go down there. I don't think in my life I ever want to make even my way Even as a kid, to, I never yeah. even wanted to go explore down there. I was curious, but I did not want to go down that path because I didn't know what was down there. I mean, who who knows what they're up to? Down there. I mean, I don't think it's like a meth family. I think they're just they're just a bunch of, I don't know, they're weirdos. I know, it does kind of freak me out a little bit, like being out there, being isolated, which I guess it's not really isolated considering it's just going to be packed full of crazy people staring at the sky. Mm-hmm. But um, it does remind me of something like, you know, like fire in the sky or something along those lines. Like we're, something's happening that shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. And we're all just standing there with our dorky looking like eclipse glasses staring up. And that's when it's things kind of grab whole, you. Oh my gosh. And all the aliens are looking down at us. are just going to see like millions of morons with their like, you know, paper glasses staring at the sun like ooh. oh okay so you're mocking it that's what you're doing yeah you're it's gonna look ridiculous eclipse. we're all gonna look ridiculous okay and i'm just i'm kind of angry about the glasses too because i have been going to fred you know i usually go like swing by fred meyer like every single day and mm-hmm. for weeks they've had all of those um eclipse glasses there for like a dollar a piece yeah and now every place is sold out and people are selling them online for like 15 20 dollars really I people are so, selling them for 20 yeah, bucks? i am so pissed at myself that i didn't just buy all of them when i could have because they were just there stands everywhere yep. i'm kind of mad at myself too that is a regret for me it. i regret that i didn't buy yeah I'd like spend a hundred dollars on them and then yeah. just resell them for five yeah yep could have made a ton of money could have made a ton of money yeah i know yeah, big regrets. I know. Well, I'm okay. sorry. Anyway, so besides okay, the regretting the... Ecl- no, also, I've been following a lot of these like conspiracy theories that are happening. Okay. Because since this is such a rare occurrence... Well, I do have... All right, Greg. Since it's going to be all eclipse today. Well, I mean, at least at the beginning of the show. Because right. this is a worldwide phenomena. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Phenome- phenomena? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do have some eclipse facts. Okay, yes, let's get yeah. some eclipse facts. But I feel like we need some music or something. Okay, like that. But absolutely. all I can think of um, when I think of that kind of music is a particular music bed for a Dr. Science. Oh, Dr. Science. That's the one, that's the music bed you're going to use? Yeah, is it all right if I use that? And then maybe, maybe he might want to come and visit a little bit later. I have had, I <laughs> actually have had some people write asking about Dr. Science. Dr. Science hasn't been on this show for a while. Oh, see, this is I can maybe see if he could come in. <gasps> Do you think he could come in on such short notice? <sighs> Let's uh, have another cup of coffee. We'll see if Dr. Science wants to make it appearance. Oh. All right. So I'm going to play this music with some um, eclipse facts. Cause... All right. <coughs> All right. First up, this is the first total uh, solar eclipse in the continental U.S. in 38 years. Gregory, the last eclipse happened totally when you were two years old. Yeah. And I was not yet even born. Yeah. You're in Oregon, too. It crossed Oregon. The last one occurred uh, February 26th, 1979. So uh, it just went over five states in the northwest, and the weather, for the most part, was bleak. And so before we gotta, that one... <laughs> we're going to have a monopoly on eclipses. I know. Like, this isn't going to get people to stop moving here. Like, cool, well, you get to see all the eclipses? Well, it's every 38 years. I think we'll be, we'll okay. be okay. All right. Um, so the one before that was March 7th, 1970. 
So do you know what a solar eclipse actually is, Greg? <laughs> Tell me what you think it is. As far as the moon passing in front of the sun, it's the shadow of the moon. It is a, it is a lineup of the sun, the moon, and the earth. Yeah. So the moon directly <laughs> I mean, between the sun and... <laughs> people, maybe people don't know. I'm just oh, educating. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, Fine. not every... Like, why are you taunting people who don't have, like, all the eclipse facts in their I'm head? not taunting you. You are. You're being kind of a snob. Sorry. Uh, so it's a lineup of the sun, the moon, and the earth. A total A solar eclipse uh, only happens at a new moon, uh, but they don't happen at every new moon. Uh, eclipse totalities are at different lengths. Since this one is going to be what this is going to be like two minutes and thirty six seconds something or something like of that, totality. Yeah. yeah um, so let's see. They ecli- they occur between Saros cycles. Do you know what that is? Saros, like C E R O S. S A R O S. No, I'm not sure. Okay, so uh, uh, similar solar and lunar eclipses reoccur every six thousand five hundred and eighty five point three days. Okay. So that's every 18 years, 11 days, 8 hours. Okay. So scientists call this length of time the Saros cycle. Two eclipses separated by one Saros cycle are similar. Uh, so it happens at the same time, basically, okay. every year. What? Okay. No, I'm listening. Oh, you're just you're kind of being dismissive. I'm, I'm not. I'm really excited about I'm it. I'm not dismissive at all. Okay. Uh, so the first contact, as you said before, is going to be in Oregon. Oregon. And if you By the be, way, if you're coming into the state, do not say Oregon. Actually, no, say Oregon so that we know that you're coming into the state. Oh, yeah, you will <laughs> not receive a warm welcome from most people. Remember when people used to be so nice here? Now we've just all been pushed That's into, never been a good one, though. What, Oregon? Yeah. yeah. No, that's never well received. Mm-hmm. Or Willamette. Bob Willamette. <laughs> then you just sound like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you want to experience totality at the very first, it's uh, the waterfront at Government Point, Oregon, which is uh, going to be happening at 10.15 and 56 seconds at Pacific time. So that'll last uh, for one minute and 58 seconds. The center line crosses through 10 states. The totality is going to last uh, two minutes and 40.2 seconds. And this is going to be the most viewed eclipse of all time. Yeah, I would, mm-hmm. I would guess. And so they're looking, so yeah, in Oregon, we're going to get like the best view out of everything. They're saying what, like half the population of the U.S. will see it or something like that? Uh, one of yep. the estimates I saw. I have friends, you know, like especially on Facebook looking from all over the country who are driving to like hotels. Like people uh-huh. are actively, I think we don't realize since we're here and it's like, since it's already going to be here, we don't realize like what a cool thing it is. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm seeing people who are like desperately trying to find glasses, who are all like trying uh-huh. to. Should have bought the glasses. Should have bought the Dang it. We really should have Fucking taken more advantage of this. This is like you and remember your big idea about buying all those box fans? I know. I really kind of dropped the ball on this one. I mean, we've had so long to prepare, and it's just too late. Didn't think about it. Uh, Jez is asking, what's the forecast for Oregon? Actually, I think it's pretty much clear skies. Yeah, they were thinking that it was going to be overcast. For yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if like... you're at the coast, that's for anybody coming into town and going to the coast, I don't know if that's going to be clear skies by mm-hmm. 10 a.m. So... Uh, also, speaking of glasses that I should have fucking bought, um, so always wear them when you're looking at it until it's totality. So you can totally look at the eclipse when it's in totality. Yes, but, I mean, and this is serious. You can scar your eyes in just like 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, because of the fact that when you're looking at it, um, and I was, I was just reading up on this. So normally when you look at the sun, you know, it's very bright and your eyes naturally look away from it. Like you, it hurts. Mm. But when a lot of that light is blocked out, it's dimmer. 
So you look at it and you're like, oh, well, you can stare at it for a lot longer. The thing is, what you can't feel are infrared is infrared light. That's boring a hole into that your eye. That is boring a yeah. hole into your retina. You just can't feel it. And so that's what, there was just a warning yeah. thing from this guy, from this guy in the paper who did it in like 1962 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 63, I saw that. And yeah, he's like, like, don't be me. He's had like permanent eye damage from since then because he's stared at the eclipse. I was reading that too and he's just and they're like what does it feel mm. like and basically what it did is it bore a hole into his eye and then he said he can see people's faces but not their noses. That's where it yeah, like it that. blocked out. Yeah. I want to be able to see people's noses. You want to see people's noses. Yeah. Don't look at it without the glasses on. Um and there will be another uh eclipse actually coming up on April 8th, uh, 2024. So that's in uh, 8 years. So that one's going to be a totality of 3 minutes and 22 seconds. And I think that, uh, so this one's only going to be visible in Montana and North Dakota. Oh, So okay. if you want to go to Montana for that. A total eclipse? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. In 2024. 2024. Okay. But right. also, my favorite thing about the eclipse is all the crazies who come out. Because we talked about you and, like, the, the sun squatch. Basically, that I'll, map where well, you Well, if you want to hear from Dr. Science, I'd say you save some of that information. Oh, I mean, some of the theory? The well, I wanted squatch. to ask you about this theory that I read about because okay. this is All the right. one that Tell I me. keep seeing over and over again. Because I think we talked about this before, and I, but I don't remember because I don't listen to you. What is Nibiru? Nibiru? Nibiru. Yeah, Nibiru. Yeah. Um, so have that's you, have, Planet X. Yeah, so have you heard this thing? Where that's the this planet is, that supposedly is going to uh, uh, eventually crash in and destroy the Earth. Yeah, destroy the Earth. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it says. The, the, mm-hmm. What the eclipse is doing, it's sign- uh, signifying the end of days because it's going to crash into the Earth. In September. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that in, it would 36, crash in. Mm. in 36 days, yep. 3 hours, 23 minutes, and 5 seconds. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this is supposedly indicating the planet's arrival. Oh, the eclipses? The eclipses. Even though it has nothing to do with that, and that would make no sense. All right, so it says conspiracy okay. theorists around the world are claiming that Planet X will collide with Earth this September and that the, coming up, uh, the upcoming solar eclipse is signaling the apocalypse's beginning. So David Mead, author of Planet X, the 2017 arrival, asserts that the planet Nibiru? Nibiru. Nibiru. No, it's N-I-B-I. Yeah. Nibiru. 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 Whatever. Just say it. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I got in there, Greg. All right. So Nibiru will crash into the planet on September 23rd, 2017. Although scientists deny the planet's existence, uh, um, let's see, people are convinced that uh, after seeing Bible passages that support the claims, this is going to be what's going to happen. So do you want to hear about the, the yeah, theory I do. came from? So uh, David Mead, who's totally not insane, who wrote, uh, of course, uh, Planet X, the 2017 arrival, uh, he, along with a number of other conspiracy theorists, claim Bible passages and the, and the solar eclipse's existence support the idea that the, that the end of times are nigh. Mead says uh, the Great American Eclipse of August 21st is a major, huge harbinger of destruction. Oh. That's scary. That must be a good business to get into. Like, if you're into one of these, um, you know, apocalyptic, like... People who, who I was you always just find claiming a conspiracy something. theory and just go with well, it. Well, no, I mean you get to change it every year. You can find something else different and put out a whole other book and just drum up a whole bunch more money. Because if once this one passes, what's going to happen to this guy? Like and nothing happens. Is anybody going to come back to him? Like I told you so. How yeah. can you just? He's all he's going to do. He'll so he'll come up with an excuse and be like, actually, 
the prediction changed mm -hmm. because of because I wasn't wrong. Yeah, all of you fought that one off with your collective consciousness. However, on the horizon, we have this to worry about, and then they just come up with something else. I mean, why do you think conspiracy like uh, shows and radio shows and everything are so popular? Because people always want to. And that's different. That's different. I'm talking about the apocalypse people. The people who say, like, it's the end of the world. It's always going to be the end of the world. Yeah. You just put it out another six months, you put out another book. Oh, I'm book. sorry. I misread the passage. I, I believe it's going to be next year at this time. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm. All right. Well, this one says, so this seems pretty spe specific. So lots of people, I guess, are believing this. Uh, yeah, that the end of times are not. So the great American eclipse is coming. The conspiracy theorists uh, point to warnings in the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 13, verses 9 and 10, which read, See the day the Lord is coming, a cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within it. Oh, boy. The stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. Get it? See, it's, a, it's, a, it's an eclipse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Says the passage is connected to what he dubbed the 33 Convergence, where a string of coincidences all include the number 33. Have you heard of the 33 Convergence? I kind of fell down that rabbit hole. That's also a conspiracy. I'm actually not sure about that one. Excuse me, Mr. Conspiracy? I think you know one that I don't. I don't. Wow. I, that sounds familiar, but I, I don't know for sure. Oh, you, anyone can say like, oh, that's like if someone's talking about it. I'm saying I don't know. Yes. <laughs> All right. So he says, when the eclipse begins on August 21st, the sunrise will be dark, just as Isaiah predicts. The moon involved is called a black moon. Now, get the, here's where the 33s come in. These occur about every 33 months. In the Bible, the divine name is, uh, of Elohim appears 33 times in Genesis. The eclipse starts in Lincoln Beach, Oregon, the 33rd state, and ends in the 33rd degree of Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> I mean, this is just making so much sense. It is. Such a solar eclipse has not since occurred since 1918, which is 99 years! Or 33 times three years. Oh, my goodness. Totally makes sense. So 33 days after the solar eclipse on the 23rd of September, the stars will align just as the book of Revelation says they will before the world ends. Mead points out it is indeed, Leah, an, indeed an amazing omen and a frightful sign. Oh. Yes. So Planet X is crashing into us on September 23rd. Just wanted to let you know that. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad we learned. Thank you, sir. That, is that the end of your eclipse facts? Yeah, I mean, it's just all, then it's a whole bunch of, like, crazy talk. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, because the rest of it wasn't crazy, so that was good. No, it was facts, and then that was that's the big one. Okay. Well, then people are talking about... Um, uh, so we have until September 23rd is what you're saying. We have until September 23rd. Also, people are talking about how the veil is the thinnest... You know, like the veil to other worlds and parallel universes. Oh. oh my God, maybe someone can push Donald Trump through to another parallel universe. Oh, okay. During yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And then we can write ours because mm -hmm. we got the shit under the stick in this one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The veil is thin. The veil is thin, Greg. Okay. Should we do some World of Crazy, even though that wasn't, that was already pretty crazy? That was pretty crazy already. It's okay. I would I would not mind. Well, it's going to be that kind of a day because okay. I do have... Uh, it's a little discombobulated. It's a little discombobulated. That's okay. You just drink more coffee because I want to see if Dr. Science can oh, come out later. Oh, boy. Okay. Maybe people, if they did have questions for Dr. Science, they could drop those into the uh, live chat. The if they did. Live. If they did. If, if Dr. Did. Science is available... 
and they have questions for Dr. Science, maybe they could drop those into the uh, live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, and I do want to say thank you to everyone who's writing me and asking me how my um, appointment went yesterday because I had my follow-up thing. Everything went a-okay. My insides are doing good. That's... Don't do that. And also, it turns out if you want to lose weight, go ahead and have something abnormal growing inside of you and then have it removed. All right. First up, a man was arrested this past weekend for throwing rocks from atop an abandoned building. The reason why he did this, he told police that he had done methamphetamine and believed that the purge was about ready to happen, according to court documents. The purge, okay. He'd watched, that, uh, he'd watched the movie and thought it was uh, real life because he was high on meth. Huh. And that would be a really terrifying that, trip or whatever he's on. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Yeah, because you could all of a did sudden... Did he barricade... Did he want to join in the purge or was he afraid of being purged? He was afraid of being purged. Which, if you haven't seen the purge... It's, uh, it's disturbing. Yeah, it's like it's in a not-too-distant future where one night a year... All crime is legal, including murder and everything. There is no law enforcement for so one night. So basically it's a way for, like, I mean, it really is a good reflection of society a bit. Because basically the, the wealthy people that can afford to protect themselves will yeah. barricade themselves in. Meanwhile, the streets are... And the poor people will kill each other. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it. yeah, it's kind of too real. Now, it's a actually. fucked up show. It I is. honestly it makes don't me like the series. I, I, I don't like it. I've watched one of them, and I watched part of another one, and... I don't like it. It's just, it's it's not good. No. It just makes you feel... Because that is un, just underneath the skin of so many people that you encountered in the day where it's like, you know, if they had to go ahead, they would do that. They would like, do that. It, they would do it. Well, it's kind of like how it's uncomfortable as a woman watching The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, that's really uncomfortable too. But I mean, but, it seems so I mean, close because the way that like that in society, the way it leads up to that... Like, it's just, uh, it's yeah, so eerie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just basically yeah. takes one sure. push over the edge and then just kind uh. of... Uh. All right, anyway, so that isn't happening, though. Jeremy A. Perkins, 27 years old, is charged with two counts of second-degree attempted assault and two counts of armed criminal action, I think, from the rocks. So court records state that police were called to a building around noon this past Saturday in a report of someone throwing rocks at passing vehicles. When police arrived, they saw Perkins standing on the roof of a building. An officer said as he exited his cruiser, Perkins threw a brick at him, which he probably shouldn't do, uh, which landed less than five feet in front of him. Police took cover and called for backup. So um, so a response unit showed up, and Perkins was taken into custody as he exited the vacant building. Uh, Perkins was interviewed at the police headquarters, where he said he had done methamphetamine the night before and then climbed a tree and onto the roof of the building. He said someone had told him that the purge was happening. Oh, that's just mean. Somebody had told him it was happening. That is kind of mean. Yeah, which is a 2013 horror film. Was it just some guy guy walking by? Be like, hey, man, the purge is happening. Watch out. Yeah, better. What? Better barricade yourself. Uh, yeah, 2013 horror film that features a scenario in which all criminal acts are temporarily decriminalized and society plunges into violent chaos. So uh, he said that he perceived everyone as an enemy and was throwing rocks from the roof in order to protect himself. What, scaring people off? I guess that's the rocks? one way to go about it, right. sure. I mean, you want to be crazier than the next person. That's you probably do, a good you got to show, you got to one up the crazy. Yeah. All right, this story, first of all, there were no animals hurt, and I, I made sure to do my research on this in this next story. Okay. No no animals were harmed in this all story. Right. A giant tortoise, it just kind of made me laugh. 
A giant tortoise that escaped from a zoo in Japan has been finally found two weeks later, happy and healthy, 164 feet from the zoo. <laughs> 164 feet just traveled away for two weeks to go 164 feet so this is an animal park and uh in japan uh, so it was a female giant tortoise named abu was found by a father and his teenage son on top of a slope in a wooded area 164 feet from the zoo's entrance uh the zoo said the father and son uh will receive a reward for finding the tortoise and yeah, they just kind of stumbled across her as they were just walking through the woods. Um, so the zookeeper said, I feel relieved from now on. We'll be sure to take t- perfect care of her animals. Uh, the tortoise was found uninjured and healthy. She's now being given plenty of food to eat. Um, another zookeeper suggested that Abu may have taken a longer journey than her location Wednesday might imply. So maybe they think that she like walked all the way around and then started walking back to the zoo. And that's oh. why. Instead of just going 164 feet. Because tortoises can be quite quick. Yeah. I met a tortoise She's been that, doing circles? Yeah. I met a tortoise. What was the name of that tortoise? It was a lady tortoise named, like, Steve or something. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. yeah. And it, and she was pretty fast. She was kind of just hightailing it all of a sudden. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know they could go that this fast. This has been tortoise talk with Sarah. da 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 them memory lane. First, they made Doritos taco shells. Then, of course, we talked about the Pop Rocks burritos. Now Taco Bell is turning breakfast into a whole new creature. Uh, it's unveiling its fried egg, naked egg taco, where it makes a fried egg the taco part of it. Gross. So it's for breakfast, but you use the egg and then put no. the stuff on the inside. Uh-uh. Just what? how many eggs are they? So you hold on to the eggs? The eggs is the outer... Gross, no. Why are you so worked up about this? I don't like it. You the, need the some eggs, kind of a the bread. The cover? What you do you do with bread the Bread or a shell of some kind. <laughs> the eggs? Well, it's filled with potatoes and cheese with the eggs on the outside. That is kind of gross. It's, yeah, I don't like it. I don't even want to think about it. You know what I think is the most perfect fast food breakfast food? I'm going to be bold and say it. The sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Gross. It is just the best tasting thing. Like, if you have never tried... I'm sorry. Hello, welcome our new sponsor, McDonald's. If you have never tried a sausage, uh, egg and cheese McGriddle, you should you should do it. No. But not too much, because like I think the that pan- they're like 10,000 calories. Isn't that the pancake one? Oh my god, yeah, it's made with two pancakes. Gross. I don't like pancakes. And it's like lightly syrup-infused pancake. Oh my so gross. god. With the sausage and the eggs and the melted cheese and the pancakes. That just sounds like Holy a stomachache. Oh, it's worth it every time. I mean, it's it has to be honestly like 2,000 calories probably. probably. But it's just worth it. Some things are just worth it, you know? No. Some things are just... I can't eat the... Oh, pancakes? Oh. I don't so- know why. I have a, like a visceral reaction with pancakes. Like it... it I, I have no idea where it really comes from, but yeah, it makes. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I'll, yet I'll eat waffles. Whoa, that has less than I thought. But it's fifty-one percent fat. Fifty-one <laughs> percent fat. That's gross. Uh, Five hundred and fifty calories. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So anyway, the food. So the naked egg taco. So it's filled with potatoes and cheese with the egg on the outside. So it's launching nationwide on August thirty-first. So it kicks off in New York, and we will actually be getting it here in Portland. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't really know how you 
would hold a greasy fried egg. I guess in a wrapper or something. I guess, yeah, maybe like the, how they give you the hash browns. Yeah. And you like pull it out and no. mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I like that. Okay. I have a weird relationship with eggs too. and You do. That doesn't seem yeah. like, yeah. All right, Greg, I have a concerning story for my final one. Are breasts on the outs? Playboy has what? done a new study. And it's revealing that it seems to be the case for, I can't even bring myself to say millennials, for 20-somethings, at least in regards to their porn viewing habits, people are not looking for boobs anymore. Okay. Older people look for boobs. Younger people are That's searching other I'm old. things. No, okay, so That's anyway. how you know you're old. <laughs> <laughs> well, new data has been released by Pornhub, re revealing a rather distinct generational trend regarding our cultural fondness for breastuses. So the data reveals that the younger the generation, the less they are interested in women's boobs. It exhibits that young adults ages 18 to 24 are 20% less likely to search for breast-related content on the site, whereas uh, 40 to 64-year-olds were 20% more likely. <laughs> I think I know which one you fall into with that. What? Greg. Well, the age groups in between ascend as viewers' age increases. So the older somebody gets... Basically, they're saying the more they like boobs in their porn. But the younger people don't like, they're more butt people. So hmm. they're coming for the butts. So uh, so the data shows, um, if you look even further into the research, the data shows that fake breasts were quite popular in early 2013. But uh, the trend began to fall out of favor in 2014. In 2015, interest in fake breasts had dropped even further and a surge in natural breasts emerged, even smaller sizes. And that experienced its most significant growth from 2015 to 2016. So it's not limited to pornographic content either. Uh, figures regarding breast enlargement surgery have dipped as well. People aren't getting big boobies put in anymore. Oh. Yeah. So in 2015, they witnessed a 20% drop in breast augmentation and, uh, and an increase in breast reduction surgeries for uh, aesthetic purposes, not because of any kind of issues. Um. Yeah, and that in the past, let's see, in that year, 38,000 individual breast implant removals were done on patients regretting their decision to increase their cup size. So the Baywatch look is out, Greg. The Baywatch look? Is that that's what that's what called? That's what they call it. Bay yeah, the big boob Baywatch bimbos. <laughs> big boob Baywatch bimbos? Yeah, I don't remember that show. Um, yeah, it was called Baywatch. <laughs> big boob Baywatch bimbos. <laughs> Yeah, so the theory is out that uh, the younger you are, the more into butts you are, and the older you are, the more you like boobies. Science! <laughs> That's your world of crazy. Huh. Well, what do you know? Yeah. I right. thought you'd find that to be an interesting tidbit, big Greg. Big boobed Baywatch bimbos? Is that what you big said? Big boob Baywatch bimbos. <laughs> Four Bs. <laughs> Boob, blonde, Baywatch, bimbos. I don't know. We could add some more in there. All right. Anyway, um, no, they weren't all blonde. Mm -hmm. There are lots of brunettes. Um, yeah, there were. Oh yeah, big blonde and brunette. Carmen Electra was one, wasn't she? She was, and so yeah. was that girl who was super pretty, and then she got all drugged out, and then. Is that all of them? I don't know. That is all of which, them. <laughs> which one? Wasn't Nikki Six's no. girlfriend on one Who was of them? the Yasmin 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 Bleeth. Bleeth. Oh, yeah. did she get all druggy? Oh, she did not. Oh. Yeah. I mean, she was just stunning. She was. That's too bad. Nicole Eggert. Yes, that's right. She was one of them. Again, we're just going to name 
<laughs> Name Big Boob Baywatch bimbos. Yeah, Yasmin uh, yes. Bleeth, I remember I spotted, I thought she was oh, the prettiest thing. Oh, yeah. she did have some tough times, huh? Yeah. That's too bad. I know. Was well, that meth? What happened there? The hand of time comes for us all. I well, am no, not, that's fine. I but am not sure. I remember she got arrested for something. That's a, oh. oh, I think she got arrested for drunk driving. So you're saying I have a chance. All right, anyway. Oh, boy. Let's, uh, I, I guess, should we do World, I mean, uh, Dr. Science or um, not? I absolutely believe that we probably should. Is he here? Do you want to go get him? Oh boy, Let's play this game. We haven't done this for a while. Ah! <laughs> I forgot how this even works. Greg's nervous, by the way. I could totally see it. It's been a while since I've done this. <clears throat> All right, get in your questions now, everybody, while we escort Dr. Si- Greg out of the room and Dr. Science into the room. We did have a... I do have two emails that came in, too. Oh, there we go. Oh, gross. Dr. Ew. Science has arrived. Ew. Gotta do my science stretches. I forgot about this part. To get the science juices flowing. Uh, this is an educational segment here on Fun Employment Radio that we do for the kids. We used to do this every week. School's been out, so that's why we haven't done it for a while. That's true. Uh, now education is back in. Gather around with their children on Sunday afternoons, usually, to get the proper education that they need. The thing is, the teachers in school don't don't learn you. Doctor Science will. What? I mean, yes. Mm. Totally support you. Okay. Okay. Got the stretches going. Oh boy. Oh, the science juices are. Gross, Greg. I mean, Dr. Science. You're supposed to send me the questions, remember? You can't read your own questions. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me grab the ones that, they, that were sent in. Uh, let's see. Let me just take a look here. Yasmin Bleeth was the poor man's Tiffany Amber Theason. <laughs> I always uh, kind of yeah I always thought that those girls were the prettiest because they were opposite of me because I had like dark eyes and blonde hair and and but the like the brown hair and blue eyes I always thought was like so exotic oh you have that too I just realized it I'm talking about you're girls. calling me exotic no ladies on a guy because I have brown weird. hair and blue eyes no on a guy it just looks weird I'm exotic exotic stop saying exotic all right, sir. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we have our first question. Uh, excuse me. Who's Dr. Science? Are you just like There's losing control of your body <laughs> that over there? Dr. Science. What is happening? Dr. Science did some stretches and shook some things up. Greg. Oh, my God. All right, dear Dr. Science. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how much I hated that. How is it possible that the moon can eclipse the sun when the moon is so much smaller than the sun? Uh, that is How is very it possible for the moon kind of to eclipse the sun? Embarrassing that that would be even something that people would. You should shame people who would send in their questions because they just want to be educated. I don't want to shame you, but I'm just saying that came from Ron. And uh, Ron's the one who said that. Oh, him. Ron. <sighs> Let me tell you a little story, Ron. Oh, Jesus. It's about planets and stars and moons. And suns. Wherever you are right now, I want you to look up into the sky. Look up. Go ahead, Get outside if you have to get outside. I'll wait. 
Don't go outside. You're fine where you are. Next time you're outside, look up at the sky. And you hold your thumb up, and you hold your thumb up there to that sun. And you put your, put your thumb next to that sun. And so as you're looking up in the sky, you know, you've got the two next to each other. Greg's holding his thumb up. I mean, Dr. Science is holding his thumb up against the wall, because that makes sense. And let me ask you a question. What happens when you move your thumb over that sun? Not such a big, tough sun anymore, is it? You've just eclipsed the sun. I can cause an eclipse any time I want by putting my thumb up. That is because the sun is surprisingly small. Most people don't know this. Now take a penny. Put your thumb over that penny. Same size, isn't it? Just not as bright. Now, the next time you see the moon, put your thumb up as well, and which one looks bigger? The moon, because the moon is the size of a quarter. It easily eclipses the sun. The sun is brighter, the moon is bigger. This is pure science that you can test at home by putting your thumb up into the sky. This is for the kids. When you're trying this at home. Hold that quarter up. Guess what? Same size of the moon. Hold that penny up. Same size of the sun. It's being asked if they can put uh, your thumb over your airway. I'd choose to ignore those naysayers. Stare at the sun and you just... You just let me know. The moon is bigger than the sun. Tell all the kids that. All right, so that's why it can eclipse it. All right. Yep. All right, I have one more question. Um, this one's important, too. I don't know who this is from, but I, I feel like it's a question on everybody's minds. And it reads, uh, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! What do I have to fear during the eclipse? <laughs> What do I have to fear during the eclipse? So much. Let's start off. It's been 38 years since we had the last eclipse. What has it also been 38 years since we had the last of? I don't know. They don't talk about it. You won't find it in your history books. You won't even probably read about it online unless you go to the dark web because it's been very accurately covered up. Every 38 years is the Squatch Reckoning. Now here's what happens. We have pushed the Sasquatch. We all know the Sasquatch are out there, but we have pushed them out further and further. To the, like, water? Into the woods. Into the woods. Is that... But here's but what happens into the country, during... right? Oh, they're out in the country. They're all around you. Could even be one living in your walls. But here is what goes on during an eclipse. It's like a giant beacon for them. They see it. They see it happening. They know it's going on. And as the Squatches see that moon, that quarter going over the penny, oh my God. blocking out that light, what do they know? couple of things. Number one, where's everybody looking? They're looking up at that quarter in the sky blocking out the penny. Oh my God, stop calling it the quarter in the sky. And while that's happening, no one's paying any attention to that band of squatches coming down from the hills. 
to get their reckoning. Because that's their time. They know it's the easiest time for not only to steal your Cheetos, but also claim forest wives. I don't want to be a forest wife. There is a good chance you could become a forest wife. During a total solar eclipse, and this is again something you're not going to find in the media. Greg is not afraid to tell you the truth here. An average of 5% of the population will be stolen into the woods to become forest wives to Sasquatches. 5%. It doesn't seem like much, but that's still 5%. That's a good chance. Someone you know will become a forest wife, and you won't hear from them, and nobody will help you go look for them because nobody wants to become a forest wife to a Squatch themselves. I don't want to. This is how the Squatches are able to do this, and then for 38 years this will go on. Until it happens again. So be aware when you're looking up there at the sun and you're looking through your eclipse glasses. You hear that little shuffle? Hear something a little strange off to the side? Did the birds stop chirping? Did the crickets start going? That's because the Squatch Reckoning is upon you. I'm just saying be faster than the person next to you. And that's what you have to be afraid of. So nothing else, just Sasquatches. Yeah. Okay. That has been Dr. Science answering all of your burning eclipse questions. Squatch reckoning. All right. All right. Well, before we go, we do have one birthday that I would like to give a shout out for. And it is for our dear friend and one of my favorite humans, Miss Lisa Wood. Lisa! Lisa. So Lisa just recently w- moved out to the country with her beloved, and um, and I'm super happy she's doing great, and I want to wish you a very happy birthday! Happy birthday, Lisa! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Damn right. Watch out for squatches out there. All right. Watch out for squatches. I have to load it, Greg. This happens every day, so just... Keep talking. I want to say thank you to everyone who tunes into Fed Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You're all wonderful people. You're the best people. You really are. Now I want to watch Willow Creek again after you talked about that. Mm, forest wife. Well, I don't want to be a forest wife. Don't. Try not to become one. I can't imagine what it's, that's that much fun, although you get, do get a lot of Twigs and berries and stolen Cheetos, I would imagine. Maybe it's not that bad. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Again, you are all awesome. I like how you just um, wrote off, you know, being, like, savagely molested by a giant hairy monster. as like, okay, because you might get some free Cheetos. Well, I'm just saying, I make the best of a situation. Um... Yeah, as far as show on Monday, no show on Monday because uh, it will probably be hours before we can even get back up here. Um, If we can broadcast something live, we may try to broadcast something on YouTube or or Facebook possibly. I don't know what the cell service is going to be like. That's the other thing they've been warning everybody is that the cell towers could be so jammed that um, you can't even make phone calls. So I I don't know. Oh, boy. But yes, most likely nothing uh, will be out on Monday. However, follow us on Twitter. If we can get something up, we'll we'll post something. For sure. And I want to give a big thank you, too, to everybody who um, was retweeting my thing, trying to get Kyle McLaughlin on the show. That was very, very nice of you. Uh, we all yeah. gave a solid effort. 
But no, I appreciate your support. I know we tried. Yep. And it's okay. Yep. It's all right. That's all. Just thank you. A lot of tourists coming into Oregon right now. A lot of them won't be leaving because they'll be forced west. Ew. Watch out for squatches. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday, Tuesday with more fun and more radio. Talk <laughs> com, my friends.